welcome to the Authentic Feminine Ecstasy podcast, a place where we explore our innate intimate freedom. And in today's episode, we're going to continue this inquiry around becoming intimate with emptiness, with space. So how do we do that? How do we become able to enter silence? And when I mean silence, I don't mean the absence of sound. I mean silence as the backdrop of all sounds. And how do we become aware of that space? And the first thing that I like to share with you is that now as you are going through your day, uh, what would it be like if you begin to focus on not the thing, not the sound, like right now the sound of my voice, or all the things that are surrounding you, but the space in which they are sitting in. And it's almost like shifting the attention, the focus. Because, of course, our mind is continuously searching for something new to focus on, for some survival way in which we can improve our lives or get what we want. The only difficulty with that is that the mind is always based on the past, the program that we have. So it's looking through the eyes of conditioning and is projecting that into the future. So the mind, it's not uh, the tool in which we can discover certain things. So the invitation here is to just deliberately begin to train yourself to look at the space between things. Like if you're talking to somebody, to feel the space between you two energetically, the, 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 the sound that travels into the space between you two, the gestures that appear between you two that are born into this space. And that is not something that we need to isolate ourselves and create a, a place where we go and meditate and try to quiet our mind or do some Kriya yogas or do some breathing exercises, which are all fantastic tools, and they are able to enhance my proposal here, to let our senses be focused on the gap. So even if I am going to the supermarket and shopping, and of course there's going to be all the music in the background and all the sounds and all the shelves full of things, I'm going to be focusing on the space that my trolley is moving through and breaking through, the subatomic particles that are invisible 
that actually are the molecular intelligence that's holding the whole thing together. So that is kind of a very simple shift of attention that's going to bring our focus away from the busy traffic of the mind and the endless things that the mind creates at the physical level. But the invisible ground in which all of these is birthing from and disappearing into. So that's the first way in which I like to invite us to explore this, this emptiness, this void that we've learned to avoid. The other way in which I enter this door, which I also call the shamana or the shaman, um, in ancient cultures, uh, we have this archetype that is able to travel between worlds, between the conscious and the unconscious, between the personal and the transpersonal. And that will bring information from the beyond or that would heal the, the ailments of the body by having this ability to travel between worlds, between dimensions. And I feel this shamana archetype, this shaman archetype, is within all of us. And we go to experts on clairvoyance, we may go to therapies to clarify our busy minds to get answers. And that's good and well. But there is a point in which we have to claim that ability in ourselves. And it doesn't require years of training because we're already that. That archetype is within us, which is the healer archetype, the capacity to transform energy, to move energy. So the question is, how do I awaken this which is already in me? And I'm going to invite you right now to remember times in your life in which a friend said, wow, where this wisdom came from? Or all of a sudden you were in a situation and you brought the highest note, the highest vibration, the clarity, and you yourself felt surprised. So again and again, the invitation is here to reclaim that space, to reclaim this archetype that lives within us. So another way in which I used to awaken this energy in me, because I get confused, I get identified with my thoughts, I get evoked by external circumstances, and there is that moment in which you spin, and there is no space, and you want to react. And we know that that reaction is just more of the same, and we are going to regurgitate the same outcome. That's why we find ourselves saying it's always the same in a relationship or at work. The same situations keep happening because we have the same reactivity. 
And that reactivity is that lack of space. Imagine next time somebody says something to you that really hurts, that really evokes all your reactions. And to be able to breathe and to stay still and to wait and to allow the breath to bring you into a deeper place in which you hear a response that serves the situation, not that creates more explosion or fire. And that requires a self-awareness that will come if you keep focusing your attention to this empty space, to this infinite, as I said in the last episode. So this training on where I bring my attention, this ability to listen to what's beneath and around each sensory stimulation, which is through the eyes, through the ears, through sensation, through taste, like when we eat, you know, to have the space to savor the food. It's not just to get more pleasure. It's that there is the spaciousness for something, the aliveness that allows that pleasure to travel to us, to be there, which is already there. So one thing I found myself um when I get lost, as I was saying earlier on, in the 101 stimulations of the day from within and from without, from my own thoughts and from the world is bringing to me, is gesture, is movement. And I find myself that I just lift an arm, a hand, and just like touch the space like like moving symbolically the energy that is invisible. It's like touching the invisible with one hand, with the two hands. And that gives me a kind of access to the infinite because I'm relating to it. I'm moving the energy. And people might look at me and they think, oh my God, what is she doing? <laughs> oh, she's going to do put as a spell or something, you know? And uh, so practice alone, you know, just moving that little arm up into the empty space is like our actions and our hand movements. Do they have to be only functional because you're grabbing something, you're touching something, you're functional? But can they be that your hands move into the empty space like a dancer? And it's not even because you're dancing. It's because is an acknowledgement to the invisible and you're moving the invisible and I tell you something I do before I go to an important meeting or as I begin my day and I see what I have in my schedule and what needs to happen rather than just compulsory entering into my day I, I do my practices, physical practice, because for me, opening the body so that the energy can travel 
is very important and making my body ready, ready and flexible for my day. And the next thing is I begin to imagine myself living into that next situation I'm going to be moving into with my physical reality, with my hands. And and I kind of like design it in the empty space. How would I like the feeling to be, the communication between me and that situation, that individual or that group of people. And so I cast into the space this energetic transmission, vibration, already there. It's almost, I create it into the invisible. I put my signature. And actually, this is how we create. This is how things work. So if we look around... Right now, where you are, everything you see that is man-made came through a thought originally. Somebody thought about that, and then they brought it into materialization. And here it is, in front of your eyes, whatever that is, a chair, a table, your laptop, the cars. So this is what I'm doing when I am moving my arms, I am designing and creating the energetic reality I want to create. And then it's already there. It's already drawn in the invisible. And then I walk into the physical. And lo and behold, it happens. And you can say, oh, I'm a magician. No. We all are magicians, but hey, at school, the magicians were people with a pointed heart and stars in their heads, with cloaks, and they are special people. And I'm thinking about Harry Potter that took the world by storm, and so many of us were identified, and we thought, oh, I wish I would have gone to that school and learn all of this. Well, here we are. This is the school. The school is the first rule of this school is to recognize that this magician is not away from you. is inside all of us asleep. So, so far, my initial suggestions, and of course, in further episodes, we're going to be looking much more closely into these elements that I've been drawing and outlined the earth, the fire, the water, the air. And we're going to be entering depth and close inquiry as to how we claim those elements inside us. But for now, my two suggestions is to just shift your focus from fullness of things to the space in which they're appearing, disappearing into, which is the gap. And the other thing I'm suggesting is to 
allow your hands and your arms to draw the transmission, the color, the way in which you would like things to appear in your reality before you walk into them. So for now, I'm just going to be offering two little simple things we can do to awaken this magician in you, which is none other than your ability to travel into the cosmic intelligence that's already you and to have access and to have the stillness to listen to that voice that renders all our chitty chatter mine quiet and has no power over you. Because you heard that voice that is distinctive in its quality and its content and in the transmission of power and love. So thank you for listening to this episode and with this second air inquiry I bring to a close our basic elemental archetypal nature that we're all made of and we're going to be entering depth inquiry around all sorts of subjects and I would love to know what it is that you want to enter more depth and also I'm hoping to be able to create new interviews that inspire us, that awakens us and that makes us live this life in the way we were designed to live it. So thank you for listening and I look forward to continue this passionate dialogue and to hear what it is that you would like to know more about. Mm-hmm.